What's up, everybody? It's Joe LaPuma. You are listening. You are watching the Complex Sneakers podcast. We're back at full strength. We are in the studio. The team is back. Matt Welty to my right. Yeah, we're all connected. It's like uh, Captain Planet or something. You throw <laughs> rings up in the air and then summon something. And you got the high and tight haircut for the occasion. <laughs> yeah. For <laughs> he got look at he got a fade and he looks good. Some LA he looks, looks hair good. gel yeah, maybe no that's not there. sponsored. Yeah. And of course, our guy is back, fresh off vacation, Mr. Brendan Dunn. Welcome back. Thank you. How you doing? Um, I'm still getting back in the mix. You okay. know what I mean? I'm still trying to adjust my sleep schedule a little bit, but I feel good. A little jet lagged a little bit? A, a little. No, you know what? I was I was on the West Coast and I was mostly still on East Coast time while I was out there, but still the, the rigors of our regular day are demanding a lot more energy than I needed when I was away. Got so. it. Got it. You sure, Did you stay off the map as much as possible or not? No, no, I was, I was very impossible. much on the map. I was uh, I was looking at Slack quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I was checking a lot of work emails, recording shows while yep. on vacation, as, yep. as as we all know. But yeah, um, yeah, I was in Joshua Tree. How was that? It was a good time. More and more people I hear are going there recently. Okay. Can you, for someone who may not be familiar, can you set the setting? Yeah, it's like you know a, a bit of a desert odyssey, somewhere you might bring your Stingwater dunks. I guess. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't doing okay. that. Okay. What was the footwear? There. What was the footwear in Joshua Tree? That's a good. Uh, my new my new vacation footwear setup is honestly super straightforward. It's a pair of Hoka One Ones. Okay. Because I feel like the green ones. Yeah, those green engineer garments ones. Like I feel like I can wear those anywhere and get them messed up and not worry about it. And then I'll bring a pair of loafers as well. Ooh. And if you want to go to an amusement park, you need to be this tall to ride the ride. You can put those on <laughs> See, and give yourself a little five, two minutes in. You're not even, look at it. Okay. Give yourself the boost. I okay. thought he was going to be something like this. If you need function, if you need yeah, fashion, yeah, yeah. okay. No, Joshua Tree is a wonderful place, though. Very serene, uh, very sunny. We had a hot tub at the Airbnb, so that was quite nice. Okay. Um, National Park, some some okay stuff to eat out there. You know, just 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 a good just a good setting. Were you making like your own food out there, or no? Okay, this guy cook. I didn't know you cook or no. Joe. Remember, I don't Joe, know. Joe. He is, he's a man of many talents. Thank I don't you. Sell Joe, him Joe, short. have you paid attention you to that. any of the conversations we've had on this podcast? I know that he makes tofu stuff <laughs> and things like that. Like, I don't thank know. God, no, 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 no. I was not. And then, but I was in LA as well. I don't want to just, you know. No, but you made your way to Melrose. Let's talk about it. <laughs> he made his. Way, he was at Joshua Tree for a little bit, but you made your way to Melrose. This is true. Uncle Paulie's your first experience. Yes, I went to Uncle Paulie's deli. So let me look me in the eyes. You okay. asked what you should get. I said the Italian. Yes. Make it hot. Is that what you ordered? That's what I ordered. Yeah. Wow! Did I, you I, like I it? Follow, yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, Did you was, handle the heat? <laughs> yeah. No, it was. It's it nice. wasn't that spicy. It wasn't that spicy. Okay. You know what though? I, I I regret. So I was in LA for maybe four or five days, and I regret not eating more tacos and more burritos while I was okay. out there. You know, when you're on vacation and you only have so many meals yeah, to, to use up, and you're like, how how can I use this time exactly how I want? But yeah, it was. But I, I you know. The other thing, a little insidery complex. First, we feast. Okay. You know, we're talking about tacos. Okay. You go to LA now. It's very, very nerve-wracking because we have Justin <laughs> yes. Bo- yeah, yeah, Justin yeah. there. Yeah, a good friend of mine. A good friend to all of us. Yeah. Justin Bolas. Yeah. And he does the taco show. He does the burger first show. Feast, yeah. He works for First We Feast. So he came to actually, he came to set uh, one day for an when ep- you were out there. Uh, upcoming episode. Did you, did you guys have an impromptu uh, Super Mario? <laughs> no. Kart? The no. Mario Kart <laughs> sessions. The, I need people to understand. Amazing. I think we I think we mentioned it a, a few episodes back, and I don't want to be too self self referential, but Joe Lapuma's Mario Kart skills are are, are pretty up there, and, and Justin Bolas also 
really they, they really go toe to toe and many many an evening yes. in the complex office back when that was a real thing you would see joe on an n64 mario kart and you had the vision of putting it on twitch and we never did to be honest we should have done that like but anyway okay. justin being in la any mention of tacos yeah it's like mentioning sneakers around yeah. this guy yeah. where it's and like we used to eat at this one taco place, the sneaker shopping team, mm -hmm. and we were like, "Oh, this is our spot." When we this when we, you, when we come into line. LA, yeah. The disappointment in Justin's face <laughs> when we were like, "This is where we go." We were all proud. I yeah. was like, for years, uh, Alejandro, Dave Matthews, super producer Dave Matthews, yeah. Jose, this is where we eat. We told Justin he didn't he tell you it was trash. Yes, <laughs> like yes, up, he's like that's trash. Yes, <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> Like he, like he, he didn't even want us want to be seen with us or yeah, yeah. someone to overhear. So nothing it, subtle about his reaction. Yeah, there's a little kind of uh, pressure when you when you talk food with him. But I, well, I got a long list from him. Okay. So I was I was doing that. I, I did also. I told Welty spend a little bit of time in one of the Armenian neighborhoods, but yeah. didn't get any Armenian food. Okay. Enough. Window shopped a little bit. <laughs> What'd you do this weekend, Joe? This weekend, what did I do? Uh, Saturday just went out to dinner. Sunday. Nothing, nothing really exciting to be honest. You got oh, I posted, I posted some videos. What was yeah. he doing this past week? I just saw like smoke, so just like green smoke. We went, what was it? You were trying to we smoke were, out the rat? In yeah, the and also, he asked, he, this is what I love. Yo, about the, him. The, the, he asked what I want, what I did because yeah, I did nothing just so we can talk course, about what he did. No, I was, but, I was asking you when I, I don't know, your no, life seems infinitely more interesting than mine. No, too, it was so. chill, it was, it was super chill. I did watch the UFC. We don't have to get into it. I watched yeah, the main you. event. I got home in time for that. Uh, but Tiago, yeah, uh, no, Oliveri. Oh, I don't know. And <laughs> I'm Chandler. pretty sure I saw that yeah. name somewhere. But you had, I saw, you had a lot of green smoke going on. Then you clarified. Didn't you have to clarify the tweet? I also saw that like it was flames, not flares, or something. No, someone, like that. someone said it Tell was some. Yeah, someone said it was flares, but it was it was said it was smoke. I, I went to the Red Bull. We're playing in. As I've spoken many a time, spend a lot of time in Newark, New Jersey, yep. have a lot of Portuguese friends, go to a lot of Portuguese like establishments or whatever you want to say. Yeah. So there's what one are, club. What are those places? They're kind of like clubhouses yeah. where like you, you need have to a, be you need a password to get in or how do you get you in? You need to be a member, but okay. they're usually oh. they're usually tied to like a like your Soho house, but they're tied to like <laughs> a specific soccer team. Are you okay. a member? I'm not, but I'm a, fr a friend of the program. Okay. Plus okay. one. Okay. So. The one team that this one clubhouse that we always go to is called Sporting, and it was the first time that they had won the Portuguese league in like 18 years. I'm sorry, just because I know nothing about this stuff, and I suspect some of our viewers and listeners don't. Sporting is a Portuguese soccer Portuguese team. Portuguese soccer team. Okay. And the clubhouse that we go to is like the clubhouse for the supporters of that team okay. in gotcha. Newark. So they had won the league for the first time in 18 years. So they mm. had, we didn't realize it, but they were having a big celebration that day for it to be my friends show up to like, cause they put the Red Bulls game on for us. Yeah. And we'll like drink beer outside and whatnot. And it was like, <laughs> it looked wild. It was, it was, I was we like, may have to put the clip in. <laughs> yeah. we to put the it clip was a uh, madness. And then somehow I was going to go home, but you're always like, I should go home. And then someone's like, no, 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 come on. And we went to this place, uh, Noches de Colombia, okay. uh, in, in Elizabeth, New Jersey, and ended up eating like four pounds of meat at like 11 o'clock at night. And I felt awful. I will <laughs> tell you that much. <laughs> you go to the gym the next day? Did you work it uh, out? No, that was the, that's the rest day. So, okay. uh, yeah, but I heard that uh, you've been 
been going to the gym. Yeah. yeah. You heard about his gym routine? I told him right through him. I heard a rumor. Is that the word on the street? I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor. You saw that on the sneaker shopping YouTube comments or something? Yeah. But been going. Adam Levine. Yep. Yesterday, a little bit of housekeeping yesterday. The new episode of Sneaker Shopping Season 13 premiere new, new went season, live. Yeah. Adam Levine, yes. So happy about that. A lot of good sneaker talk, and we're off and running. Adam he, Levine of Maroon Five. He made a yeah. He made a joke that <laughs> well, I didn't get. Explain. I he, said you should have talked to him about the Maroon Jordan Fives. Yes, Maroon Fives. Well, didn't you say like, oh, it was a missed opportunity? And yeah, you sent you that. Have, you he have, just yeah. sent the shoe, the yeah, Maroon yeah. Jordan. I'm like, I don't it. get it. And then Maroon Fives. Nice little dad joke from uh, Wealthy in the Slack. Which <laughs> I think I think they're technically Burgundy Fives. Is that correct, Brendan? Um, yeah, Jordan Five Burgundy. Yeah, close, close enough. enough. And then close enough. We had the wildest conversation. Listen, people don't like when we talk about the Slack. The Slack has been the Soul Collector Slack channel. Soul Collector it's a, yeah, Sneakers Slack. It's a rabid place. It has been on fire. No one could agree with anything. Back and forth, the, the, back and the, forth. The two most contentious topics that we had that we should probably bring up. Number one, there's a faction of the Soul Collector team who thinks that the Stingwater Nike SB Dunk is the most disgusting thing of all time. Right. Me and Brendan seem to like the shoe. Yeah. And just D like distinguished, distinguished sneaker enthusiasts yes. that we are, you know, yes. learned, learned men in the world of sports footwear that we are, uh, you know, real appreciators of a deep story connected <laughs> to these cultural items that we are. We enjoy them. And just like this podcast, I'm right in the middle. <laughs> okay? The, I'm the, right in the middle. The other one, the other one that got brought up is that uh, someone we've mentioned a few times, Ben Felderstein, mm -hmm. social media guy for all of us, mm -hmm. loves really bad Air Jordans. What? Wait, 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 wait. This Hold is on. Your, okay. Like, I didn't say so that. So it went from a debate to like just <laughs> no, a but that was, no, but that, that, okay. was the, that was the, that was the talk. Because he was trying to cape for those laser fives, which are, I think, universal. The white and orange ones? Yeah. And there was a... Not my favorite, but <laughs> there okay, was, there was, go ahead. There, no, there was a whole debate around the, the bad Air Jordans of that era. See, I missed, <laughs> I missed that one, but you guys disagree on everything. The Stingwater... The Stingwater Dunk is interesting and you love it so much because it, to be fair, it does look like a shoe that you wouldn't like. Yes. Yeah. Like that's- It's that's a shoe that you need to know the, the, the story of and the background up to appreciate. But him specifically. But I think- Dunk, it, Like you have, you're wearing polka dot Vans right now. Shout yeah. out to Union. You, yes, the Union collab. Complex Con exclusive. Okay. It just doesn't look like a shoe. It looks, no, to be honest, you, more of a shoe seen. that I would wear. But- I, in my head, maybe sometimes you just have like a vision of something and okay. I can imagine like- You were on mushrooms? You had a vision? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like a crispy pair of those with like a pair of like brand new-ish like selvage denim. Why don't you do that? Mm. White, Are you going to do white, it? White tee with like a Supreme hat, I Here's, think would be a look. Would you Here's wear a Supreme the other thing. Uh, would you wear a would I you have, wear that I fit? Own, I own Supreme Five panels. I have not worn them in a long time. I've never seen you wear a Supreme <laughs> I, hat I, I, I have some photos of him in a Supreme Five Wait, why don't you do that? One day I would love, no, it, the summer's here. The weather in New York City is getting warm. How about in a couple episodes you recreate? <laughs> you that, Dave Matthews, can we expense fit? the Stingwaters if he doesn't get it? <laughs> and we need, the fit? Yeah, just come in. That would be amazing. Come in with that fit. Yeah. Okay, here's, here's the other thing that I wanted to mention is that it's a thing that happens when Welty wrote a piece about the shoes. He interviewed yeah. Daniel Kim, I believe his name is, the, the, the yes. guy from Stingwater who designed yes. the shoes, used to work at Nike. And this happens to me a lot, so I, I, I relate to Wealthy on this point, is when you talk to somebody who, who made a shoe 
and you get it straight from them, often that endears you to the product in a way that, that you wouldn't be before. So it is this kind of bias that you build up in covering it. If I could tell you how many sneakers I've purchased because of that. Yeah. Yeah. You've you got a lot even because of this podcast, because of talking to people like Nick Diamond, right? A thousand percent. And also, what about the episode with Hayes goes live Yeah. Friday morning. Mm-hmm. I, I go to Project Blitz and I'm searching for the Hayes dunk. It happens all the time. So yeah. I get that. I, I yeah. get that. And I like that. There is some sort of sedimental thing to it, like yeah. aspect yeah. to it. I just wrote about this story and you have an appreciation for it and also just like a better understanding. But that happens a lot. We always say it like we're inspired by sh- the shoes after we talk to the subject right. who designed them or yeah. who had a hand in them. The, th- the thing to me is, is some people might not like some of the details on that shoe, but on like, the Stingwater, on the Stingwater. Yep. But overall, I mean, I know red's a pretty loud colorway and mm-hmm. it does have that safari print on it, but there are a lot more offensive, like ab- abrupt looking shoes out there than that somehow. Like, like what? It's, uh, I mean, what the P rods? Yeah, like I'm not hating on the shoe. I it's like just it, it, it's it's a, it, to me that would be more of a love it or hate it shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than the Stingwater, just because of the way the shoe looks. Yeah. you know, I could see that, but it's just I like the I like the P rods. Me too. It, I, I just don't like to, them. Still, they haven't gone. Yeah, but it does do it for me. It's it is a shoe that you would not expect if someone who knew you for right. as much as right. we knew you <laughs> were like, hey, here's five shoes, right? Rank them in order of what shoes Matt Welty would put in order and the Stingwaters were there, they would probably put them as number five. But to be fair, and I just thought about this, kind of similar, I do have the Mork and Mini Dunks sitting on my desk. Uh, uh, similar colorway. I mean, they're red. Yeah. Very okay. similar. Mm, <laughs> not that similar, not but okay. Any, not that similar. <laughs> any points for that? No, I, 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 see the, I see the similarity. And I do remember getting hate for wearing those back then because- The Mork and Mini Dunks? Yeah. When? Yeah, like who, really? Oh, seven or, or six or whatever. People people thought it was just like an obnoxious shoe. Yeah, at the time. Uh, you know what I had that I wish I had that was pretty obnoxious. The Dino Junior Silver. That yeah. that was the 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 bridge too far that I couldn't go. Really? Yeah. See, I had those. I I don't know what happened to them, but I had those. And now I think I would maybe wear them, but those were super loud. I yeah. remember there was like a they did a years later a dinosaur junior version of the omar salazar yes. shoe too awful did <laughs> nothing like i the, think that sparkly yeah. shiny kind of blue blackish purple i don't know I'm i think that i think the thing about that was is that was right at the time when like the skate shop started to like really tax on the shoes and if they mm-hmm. knew it was going to be like hype the 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 first dino the junior. first dino juniors that was like right towards like the end of the first yeah. run of SB to a certain extent. And I remember that one coming out and I knew people were going to hate on you for wearing it because they were silver and purple shoes. But in the back of my head, I'm like, I feel like they're going to charge over 200 for these. I, yeah. I don't even want to, I don't even want to put myself in position because I know I'm going to buy them. That, you know what? There's an exact line about that, a Wale line about that. I don't know if you remember the song Hype. I think it was off of yeah. the mixtape about yeah. nothing, but yeah. he's talking about this era of SBs when the prices on the dunk started to go up. And I think he said, he said, precisely why I won't buy no SBs at the year 05. Those dinos, Sumi, I lied, paid too much for him, fucking ain't proud. You know, like yeah, he okay. used the dinosaur junior and yeah. pardon me if I got some words in the bars messed up mm-hmm. there, but as, a, as an exact example of an, an SB dunk where the, the hype had eclipsed the true value of the shoe in a way. That SB era, I know that here and there there's been like mini docs. Has there really been like a 
definitive doc on that SB era. And I only say that because another shoe that I know you don't like that came up in an upcoming episode of Complex Closets, the Janowski. And <laughs> this guy's such a Janowski hater. I'm uh, not. I just, and, never, and I just never you, went crazy for it. That's, I'm not a hater of it. It just. But do you know that that's a lot of people's favorite. Like entry point. To, entry to, point to, to, to SB. Like literally the, the subject who, who we have is like. We, we, we're not going to name it. No, nah, okay. not yet. But it was like the Janowski's got me into SBs. And then I remember now people I, who used I to work at Complex. Nick Restivo was like, that yeah. was his signature shoe. <laughs> yeah. But the Janowski's, it's funny to see how many people kind of got. We're, we're all close to the dunk. And mm -hmm. the dunk is the one that gets the hype and the notoriety, but the Janowski, it seems like got a lot of people into SBs. I think there were some cool Janowski colorways too. I, I, I will I will never turn my back on that shoe. I'm sorry, Welty. Why don't you like it? <laughs> I just, it just doesn't, it just doesn't do it for me. I think okay. it was, I think it was at that time when like everyone started wearing boat shoes. Yeah. I mean, okay. there's like that infamous scene in How to Make It in America where he tries to go and resell his sneakers. And he's like, I'm not gonna, they're like Air Force Ones. And he's like, dude, Nobody wants these anymore. Everyone's wearing these. And he like pans down and he has like a pair of like Band of Outsider Sperry's on or something like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've never seen that show, but I guess that was right around the same era. I had the yeah. Ronnie Fikes, the Bagos, the, the <laughs> deck those? shoes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wore those for but a whole I, summer. But that was the they whole. tore your feet up. That was the whole off. era of that. And I think I would just would have rather had the actual boat shoes. And it looks so funny to look back at this now and talk about sneakerheads wearing boat shoes. Because to the younger viewers, it sounds so corny but that and was, maybe it was <laughs> but it was it was, it was it was definitely a thing yeah. in the sneaker world where like boat shoes were cool for like a year yeah but by, by the way i i, I want to go back to something real quick i, I don't want to again i don't want to make this all about me but i want to talk a little bit more about the vacation the because oh. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying the doves oh no 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 okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll forego that for this week but okay. i was complaining Last week when we recorded this about how I wasn't getting noticed in the airport. So I, I have to admit, when I was walking around in L.A., uh, you know, Melrose and Fairfax, I did have the mask down for a little bit. Yeah, just to, I, it's, just a sure, it's a hot spot. It's a hot spot. Just to make sure. You see a group of kids yeah. and they have some dunks on. I know that you're, but you do the, go ahead. One of the shop owners called me Matt. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Oh, man. I, no, but I have definitely have gotten the. Done? Yeah. The, yeah, the vice the, versa. The switch up, yeah. And then so, some other kid, some other kid pulled his phone out and he was making fun of me because I had the loafers on. He's like, "Where's your Reebok?" Wow, <laughs> man. I tried to go to Brooklyn Projects. Dom wasn't there. Dom, a former guest yes. on this podcast. Sorry, I missed you. Um, ben Hundreds sent some food recs. Thank you, Ben. Nice. Bobby Hundreds didn't respond to my text. So Bobby, no I think thank was you. in New York. Bobby, well, I mean, still he could, okay. you know. What? But, any other sneaker stores you go to? Um, I went to Supreme. I waited in line at Supreme. You know, I'm I'm not too proud to do that. Yeah. Um, there's a Wale line about that as well. Okay. You know, it's it's it, it all ties together. Oh, I had a funny um, had a funny interaction with Bobby, yeah, because he was in New York and he yeah, had, and, he, and he had uh, posted a picture of NCB. Yep. And Deidre and I was like, oh, the OG power couple or whatever. And he's like, I'm pretty sure they could have me killed and no one would find out <laughs> about it. <laughs> <laughs> so you took the mask down a little bit. You're walking on the streets. Listen, it's <laughs> it's human nature. You see a group of kids, maybe just to let them know, let let you know, let, the, let them know wait, I'm back outside. Do you feel do you do you feel kind of like uh, like Samson or whatever? Like if the stash isn't like visible, <laughs> like you've lost all your powers. Yeah, definitely. That's the only thing people know me for. So that's all I have. So you were in loafers. Loafers is a vacation, like yeah. 
right. Joe, whatever happened? Because I know you bought that pair of <laughs> no, you bought that pair <laughs> of loafers that you I've were never so worn. Them. The, the way ne- you braced yourself I've for never, the question, I, know, I had no I idea where we were going. But did you know? Exactly did you know? You didn't know where that was going. No, I never. What what were the loafers? Ame. Okay. But he bought a pair of white yes, loafers white. last and night. And, and I that's crazy, because, not... that's crazy because Joe doesn't wear loafers. No. And Joe doesn't wear white footwear. So it's a, right. it's a one-two punch. I, I, I had like, I did have a vision of like. This rooftop fit. No, no. Like Mother's Day or Easter <laughs> okay. Sunday. Like okay. wearing the loafers and just like, you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. they've been under. Hibernation. They, yeah, they're, they're like in my closet somewhere. I have not worn them yet. Good pair of loafers. Waiting though. for a wedding, maybe? Maybe. Like that would be, what about like a, su- a summer wedding? That would be a good look. Yeah. White loafers, all yeah. black. Yeah, yeah but I, I, I was excited to get them. One of the many purchases you're excited and they may not ever see the light of day. <laughs> Speaking of purchases, should we get to the eBay question yeah. of the week? Yes. The shoe you picked, great pick. Mm-hmm. A lucky fan is getting an iconic design on an iconic silhouette by someone who we've had on this podcast. And yes. like we were just talking about, walked us through the design. Wealthy, show the audience what the fan's getting. <sighs> so good. That was a genuine reaction. That was not just for the it's cameras, so too. It's so good. It's so good. Stash Air Max 95s from 2006. I want to say this is either, either the first or second time I've actually ever held this shoe mm-hmm. in hand, um, as everyone knows, huge 95 fan. Mm-hmm. This colorway is just so awesome. It kind of has like that like rip stop, like yeah. rain repellent material, a little bit of suede, and then a little bit of like premium leather with the speckled midsole. Oh my God. On it's, it's, it. it's one of those shoes that you, you've looked at online for so many years and, you, and you, yes. you've you know, grown to know through JPEGs and PNGs. You know what I never even knew about this shoe that I'm seeing for the first time is it actually has a stashed color cement print on the inside of the insole. I there never knew that. There we a go. beautiful shoe, even like right there. Might be the thumbnail right there. But, yeah. <laughs> but it's such a great shoe, so well executed. And the lucky fan who's getting it, James from Toronto, Canada, actually asked a question that kind of relates to this. Yeah. It's a really good question of the week. And the question is, what is your oldest pair of sneakers that you're terrified will crumble if you wear them out? Now, full transparency with that, when did it release? 2000? 2006. Yeah, okay. those those could crumble. You gotta, you gotta be careful. A little cloudy, a little cloudy. Yeah. But great shoe to have. Yeah. I would wanna have them. And the other thing, like this is a brand new shoe we're giving away, but Wealthy actually has some interesting insights because he had, interviewed some Air Max collectors a few months back yeah. for Air Max Day. And they were talking about how when they're going to buy older pairs of Air Max, they're actually not looking for brand new dead stock pairs. They're maybe looking for pairs that have been worn a little bit so that it kind of is not as fragile, right? Really? And it won't necessarily yeah. So a worn pair, extent. a worn pair like broken in a little is yeah. better than... Because it may be like, for the it's like wear a, down of it. It's like dry rot that happens. It's like an old car tire or whatever that like it just, that, you know, if it had never hit the road and it had been sitting there for 50 years the rubber will break off on it. But if it's a car tire that's been on the road for all that time, it may not fall apart. Right. Um, but yeah, I know I've had like arguments with people about that because there's some people who have like very rare Air Max 95 samples mm-hmm. from like 2000 that was like something that never got released before. Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, you know, just soul swap the pair. And I'm like, look, it's a piece of history. Yeah. That's a sample. I'd rather just you keep that thing in a box yeah. and leave it like that than... Not that you don't want people to wear shoes, but to destroy a piece of like yeah. Nike history just yeah. for your own sort of like 
whatever, but. And you guys remember before we had Stash, I texted you guys, and I think I'm yes, gonna buy the 95, buy and you were like, they're probably going to crumble, so I didn't buy them. But it was it was going back to the point we're talking with the designer who designed yeah. the shoe, and I like sentimental value. I was like, I want to get, I love these shoes. I didn't end up buying it, but yeah, it, remember I texted yeah. you guys the night before, like, man, I want these 95s. I didn't end up getting yeah. it. Maybe the one thing I've been wondering, Joe, before we uh, transition real quick, I, the one thing. I thought that maybe you could. Uh, Wait, can I see them? Can we? Can you toss them over here? They're, if, if they crumble in my yeah. hands. No, if anyone I'm more worried about throwing it to, I know. Assessing. I know. It's, you, it's Brendan. Yeah, because I got here. Hands. Why are you saying? No, because <laughs> I'm not a sporting. I'm not a sporting man. What a yeah. what a good looking shoe. And by the way, James, if these aren't your size or if you don't want to wear them, you can always sell them on eBay through the authenticity yeah, guarantee program. Absolutely. No fees. No fees. But James, I would recommend keeping them. That's a great pair to have. Yeah. That is a great pair to have in the collection. You know, a lot of us want to, and you know, most of us want to wear our sneakers. Now I'm worried about throwing it. You want to do a middleman? Decent throw. No, Paul. Um, but, <laughs> no, Paul. Uh, I get that we want to wear our sneakers, but that's a great shoe to just have around. Yeah. Joe, you were no, say the only something? thing I want to ask you real quick, the one thing I saw floating around in your size where I'm like, is Joe going to boss up and just cop? <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of that's kind of tied back to the Adam Levine episode is that PG's been posting a pair yep. of the Travis Fours purple ones in Dude, a, wait, in wait, no, no, 40 <laughs> racks. Is, are you crazy? <laughs> but they're at 11 and a half. It's actually up like that's Joe's size. <laughs> yes, I saw it. But, come on. I mean, listen. Yeah, this is Joe LaPuma. We're talking. <laughs> this is Joe LaPuma. We're talking about 40 racks. 40,000 USD. Yes, yes, I looked at it. Joe, buy did it cross no, did it, it cross did your mind? My mind. It if did anything, not, buy a Bitcoin. We're in no, a dip it did right not now. cross my mind. The head automaticas that PG, yeah. yeah, the head automatica Air Force ones, yes. forty-eight made one of the first sneakers that I recognized as a complex exclusive. Yeah. I remember I think Bradley put them in the yeah. magazine. I may have yeah. been an intern. It was the first time I saw the shoe, yeah. and like still super super rare. Forty-eight pairs. PG had it in my size. I hit him up. Yeah, I was like, SPG, what the deal is? And then, of course, you guys know me. I can't like I wait. And then he he texted me back. He's like, Joe already texted me. (laughs) I go, Welty, hit PG up. And then literally five seconds later, I'm already hitting PG up because like, yeah, have no I have no patience. I think you said 2200. Yeah, I can't do that. Okay, I can't do that. But I love that pair. Super sentimental. But let's get back to the question. I love that we have we have the weekly eBay sneaker giveaway, yes. and then we also have a weekly PG, PG yes. knows yes. segment talking about buying and reselling. Yes, shoes. yes, yes. The purple Travis fours though. Adam 40, Levine got him. Adam Levine got him for the Super Bowl for free ninety thousand dollars. I also love that PG is like a lot of times with high value shoes, make an offer. This he cut right to the chase. Forty racks. <laughs> uh, so let's go back to the question. Though. Yeah, yeah. We're, I know we're... that I have a specific story, but I want you guys to go first. Is there a shoe that you know they said the oldest one, but maybe not even the oldest one in your collection? Is there a shoe that you have that you really love, mm-hmm. and you're kind of afraid to wear? Yeah, there, there's a few of them for me. So. This is from James Jung from Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them for me, and I, I do still wear it regularly, but I can see it's starting to separate a little bit, is Atmos Air Force One. Okay. You know, um, Air Force Ones, I That's think. That's the gray and blue one? Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll defer to, you know, experts on the shoe like EG, like Abdul, like Clark, mm-hmm. but I feel like they hold up pretty well over the years. Yeah. And if you've worn a pair that's I've like 20 that years old. i heard the bubble blows out, though. Mm-hmm. You can still wear the old Air Force the Ones. Right. But, like, it kind of, like, sags in the heel. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so there's some separation. 
I think between the upper and the midsole. So I get a little bit nervous when I wear them out and I'm definitely quite careful. There's some other shoes that I have. I mean, I think I've told a story on here before about buying an OG pair of Air Max 97s and wearing them down the stairs and then them being finished by the time I got to the bottom. And then the other shoe kind of in the same vein is, is one that I have worn a lot in the past that I got, you know, maybe 10, 14 years ago. I don't know, but I'm scared to wear at this point is the Nike Air Burst in the chili red yeah. colorway mm. because I just feel like the burst, especially with that yeah. big bag yeah. on the back, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous about those deflating soon. So I've, I've kept them in the box for some time. You, Joe? Yeah, one that I have, I actually, and you we you hear about, oh, these crumbled, They it happens. So yep. one story that I remember, the Lakeith, the Lakeith Stanfield sneaker shopping. Yeah. A lot of times on sneaker shopping, oh, yes. before the episode, you show up in sneakers that you think you're going to wear. And then like, I think even you changed, didn't you change like twice today or no? I changed sneakers? shoes. I changed okay. shoes, yeah. So before the episode, you're like, I'm going to wear these. And then I go into these stores and I see all these shoes and yeah. I saw... And I'm like, actually, I think I want to wear these. And I looked at the price. It was three hundred dollars. The Huff Nike Air Trainer One Gold, Gold Digger. Diggers. Yeah. So nice I, shoe. Great shoe. Rest I, in peace, Huff. Uh, rest in peace, Huff. A great shoe. A shoe that I had earlier on when I used to work here, and I wore literally three times a week. Mm -hmm. It was one of those shoes like the material beat up. They look better, and that gold toe box still like Shining. shines exactly. So Lakeith Stanfield. It was at Flight Club few years back i'm like i want the huff trainers they were 300 dollars, and i think flight club to their credit was like you know you never know they may crumble yeah, yeah. i was like ah, that's all right i'm not walking around that much I'm the show, Puma. yeah you know the show you don't do that much walking around it's like a couple cuts and a couple sections put <laughs> dave them on. matthews picks you up and puts you in the other <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you get walk. on the segue <laughs> dave matthews just beams me over to the the holy grail wall but so i put them on walk five steps literally they had to almost vacuum in flight club it totally crumbled so it does happen did you keep the receipt i i couldn't like yeah, yeah, i couldn't yeah. exchange it so what that taught me is that i do have to be careful ones that stick out to this question union 180s mm -hmm. a lot you of have times a dead stock I, pair. I have a dead stock pair when i posted i have them i got so many combos like i have them you can't wear them blah 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 yeah. i haven't worn them uh, the Air Zoom Citizen, which I just got, looking really good condition, but no way, there's right? I, I can't see that. Cannot You're not going to be doing a five k in those. Yeah, I cannot see and that. Also, and also, up. the amount of pounds per pressure square inch exerted by the calves probably <laughs> okay. pro probably uh, okay. might add a little those bit. PSI ratings on the bags okay. already for that. Those, so those pistons. <laughs> so those two, the Union One Eighties, especially. After having the experience with the Huff Trainer one and the Zoom Citizen, I don't know if I'll, don't know if I'm gonna take the risk on that. Okay. Uh, for me, it was a shoe that I know I've mentioned on the podcast before. I bought the Air Max Deluxe OG from Corgi, mm -hmm. which was from 2000, mm -hmm. and I wore them in 2008, I want to say, but I wore them like three or four times. The shoes were actually they were dead stock, but they were fine. Yeah. Um, put them away for like six years after that. So at that point, it's like 2014 or whatever. Mm -hmm. So this is, you know, 14, after, 14 years after the shoe got released. And I never, they were fine when I wore them. There was no signs of separating or anything. And I just opened up the box and like, it was just like a, like a fork in the road on the midsole. You know? So you know for sure you can't wear them. No, like the midsole, like I think we had them on the full size run set. Like the mm. shoe itself is like completely separated. Mm. And when they crumble, they crumble. There's no. But it, it crumbled from not even 
wearing it. It right. was just like mm. it like exploded in the box or something like yeah, that. Too much, uh, too much temperature change, maybe would too you guys, many gases in the air. Yeah, he knows. I feel like you would know like the periodic table. Do you, do you know it? <laughs> what? I feel like you would know that like you're cerebral. I feel like you're, <laughs> like you can name whatever. But I know. But, yeah. Anyway. Would you guys ever display a shoe that the sole has exploded? It reminds me of Ame. I think Ame has Jordan 4s with like the sole cracked. It kind of mm. looks like. Cool. You know Would what? You I have to say, and this is another thing that I've argued with the aforementioned Ben Felderstein about, <laughs> whom I love and whose tastes I respect, <laughs> is I, I would never display sneakers or in my in my home. I don't want anything sneaker related on the walls or on the Ooh. floor or maybe maybe a coffee table book. You don't, want, you don't want a Dave White painting somewhere. Okay, what about <laughs> so in like my living room? I have the Odell Beckham one of one cleats. That's a no go for you. I mean, okay, maybe if it's an actual shoe. That's but okay. I don't want like all the sneaker art, art or candles or the mug with the shoe on it. Like okay, I could or the doormat I, that looks like an Air Jordan One box. No disrespect to anybody. Wait, you don't have the Jordan clock with the, with the <laughs> shoes. <laughs> the the, the, the one that like Jada Kiss has. Yeah, like, you don't Jordan have Jordan One, Jordan Two. No, um. An actual shoe, I guess I do feel separately, but I'm still not big on displaying the stuff. I, I okay. just keep them in the office where, where all the stacks of shoes are. It's fair. What about you? Uh, no, I don't, I don't do that stuff either. I know there are some people that are like, and no disrespect because I know a lot of those people are our audience, you know, but when it's, when it's all, when your life is just all sneakers like you're wearing the sneaker t-shirt with the sneakers it's almost like the point of just wearing the shoes somehow gets lost in that was that was quite an era the sneaker t-shirt era (laughs) heavy matching yeah you have like the hat with the with the sneaker on it like easiest the the jordan jeans but but the jordan jeans is a tough sell but let me tell you those saturday mornings when you had a new jordan release and you had a fitted to match and you had the t-shirt when we were working at finish line at foot locker you Literally, you would just go like this. You would take the shoe and you would put the hat, the hat on the shoe. <laughs> so, 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 th- so this is how you make the sale, is what you're telling me? Literally, I would take the hat and be like, "Come on!" It's like Thunder Force Joe brings uh, over the literally. Pittsburgh I was Pirates like, fitted. I was a 17 year old kid going like this. Who says no? <laughs> <laughs> but and that's that's how it worked. But yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. So no spezzy. The coffee table isn't on four speziales or anything like that. I do have, I do, and I've never used it yet, but I do have a huge spezial beach towel, which I have okay. not unbiased. Like that. That's okay. I have not okay. unbiased that. that but. I respect that. Those, 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 you got to be careful with the streetwear beach towels. I've, I've gone to the beach a couple of times with the Supreme beach towel and then laid it out. I'm going like, oof. <laughs> by the way, I, I do want to mention before we get out of this, for, for James Jung from Toronto, you're, you're yes. getting a pair of sneakers. For other people who want a free pair of sneakers, we are giving away free sneakers through eBay every single week here on the show. But you have to submit a question for us to read aloud on the air. And the way that you submit a question is we will tweet out a link for calling for questions on Friday afternoon from the Complex Sneakers account. So don't put your questions in the YouTube comment section. I'm certainly not going to read the YouTube comment section, which is not good for my mental health. But Do you not? No. Do you? Uh, I can yeah. see him in the once mix, in a while. Like. <laughs> you got the he's got the burner account. <laughs> yeah, I can see you. Anyways, that that that's how you submit a question. So we want all your questions. We, we want to answer them, and if we read them on air, we will give you a free pair of sneakers. This was exciting to have us all here together. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have a guest this week, in case you haven't noticed. But um, 
we've been talking a lot about sneakers of the past up until this point of this episode. Something that we've been talking about a lot amongst ourselves and in Slack is like the Nike Dunk. And even on this podcast. Every, every that's, time, the other, that's the other weekly segment we have. Every <laughs> is time. It, and, is and, Brendan trying to buy dunks off of sneakers? Yeah, like the Nike Dunk uptick from 2020 up until now, we still mm-hmm. see it. And I think it came up last week. I think you brought it up maybe and and you you're you guys are kind of on different sides of this i think you're still i'm loving it yep you're still loving it and you are beating the drum of too many nike dunks and yeah. then i think i brought up it does remind me of the up tempo a little bit i remember like i had to get i think i had to get a pair of up tempos it was like the g dragon photo yeah. and they weren't released yet and i mm-hmm. i forget where i got them it might have been ebay actually mm-hmm. and then nike put them out and then the Olympic one, and then the non-stop up tempo. I, th- I, th- I think that when they dropped, they did this weird like New York City quick strike at Foot Locker, the it, black and white one. Yeah. Okay. And I think I remember like you like hitting someone up to like run to like Thirty Fourth Street and buy you like four pairs or something. Okay. Like that. But then I feel like <laughs> the colorways came out too much, and I love that shoe. It's an iconic shoe, yeah. but it just is one where I feel like they released so many colorways. The Dunk. It seems like it's happening, but I think the dunk colorways are still top notch enough that I'm paying attention. And I know that you like even the white and blue ones that you wore on the live stream. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's the deal with those? Did those come out? Yeah, I think it's a women's colorway. Okay. But I think I had them before. It was a European first release, I think. Yeah, I don't know. But that kind of speaks to it as well. It's tough to keep track. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I've There's seen, a lot of them. There's sit- a lot of them. But here's the thing. Yeah. I don't think that every shoe should be super available or every shoe should be widely available. But I think the Dunk is a sneaker that Nike can afford to have eventually be kind of accessible. You know, I I don't think they're quite at the point yet, obviously, where they're sitting on shelves at Foot Locker or anything like that. Mm. And people are, you know, passing by them. But I, I wouldn't mind if we get to that point because I think all of us come from an era where SB Dunks aside, but like Nike Dunks weren't hard to get. Like these things were plenty available yeah you could go to journeys and they had like five they had like yes. rasta colored dunks just like yeah. sitting out front yeah you know what i mean so like that's why i'm okay with nike continuing to do a lot of dunks and they, they are and I, i've made the joke before but i continue to lie to myself about like i'm done buying them yeah. and, then, yeah. and then another colorway comes and i'm like oh i need that it's just such a staple that i feel like you can you can have 10 pairs and it doesn't feel excessive it's just like my my issue with it is is that it feels like sneaker culture, not, I don't want to say sneaker culture, but like the sneakers that are getting continued release are like so uniform at this point because yeah. the two biggest silhouettes in sneakers right now are the Dunk and Jordan 1. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're the same shoe, right? More or less. And that's the, like the only thing that like drops like Saturday after Saturday after Saturday. Yeah. And you see people's collections nowadays where all they own are like dunks and Jordan ones. Like the new thing in sneakers is you see everyone on Instagram who has like the the cutout, you know, sneaker closets and everything's like color coordinated, you know, where it's mm-hmm. like you see like the This ring- is a classic thing that would make wealthy upset. Absolutely. But you could just tell. But yeah, it yeah, feels yeah. like no, but it feels like <laughs> Nike saw that that was kind of the trend of like people doing kind of like the color coordinated sneaker closets where it's kind of one silhouette, you know, dominating mm-hmm. the whole thing. And they said, we're just going to go all out and just give it to you 
full bore, you know, and it's like. But it's just a dunk. It's not like it's a but, pair of Yeezys. But that I, they're know, making I know, I know, but like when sneakers, for. when the sneaker world is just centered around two silhouettes and the silhouettes are like the same thing, it's like. Give You're upset about the homogeneity. Me, not yes, that you yes he always is, which, yeah, which yeah, I yeah. totally get Just that. give me something else. Yeah. Here's what I would say, though. In my opinion, the amount of good dunk colorways is, I wouldn't say unprecedented, but there's a lot, like the catalog of dunks that released in the past year, year and a half, versus maybe Jordan 1 colorways, I feel like from top to bottom, if you put them against each other. There's still a lot of good, there's more hits on the dunk colorways than there is on the Jordan ones. Yeah. Think about it. Like the Brazils, the Kentuckys, that was like the first batch. And we've seen Michigans, mm -hmm. we've seen the black and white ones. They have been, they haven't got to the, they haven't got to that point where I felt about the up tempos where I'm like, this oh, is too man. much. But I just this feel like too much in this silhouette, like this is almost taking away from the black and white one because I feel like the colorways week to week even up until recent has been like man these look good they're not bad but you like it's gone to the point where like you can't tell some of these shoes apart you know what i mean when you start to like forget which shoe is which mm -hmm. i feel like all right enough you know where it's there's so many shoes that are like white and gray and then it's white and light blue but the blue looks like gray you know and it's like the same color blocking like yeah it is pretty hard to fuck up a dunk you know what i mean i know like, it's not like to me i don't think yeah, it people have done credit. people have done it in the past you know <laughs> right, but right um but you know it it just i just want some sort of you know differentiation i think it was like two years ago when we were arguing sneaker of the year and we were like coming down to travis air jordan ones versus the sakai ldv waffle and like why we argue that the sakai was it over travis even though i guess maybe in the long term that the travis has become the bigger shoe mm -hmm. you know did that age well what? Did us picking Sakai over Travis one? I'll, I'll still ride with Sakai over Travis one. But it was just interesting that something different in yes. non-cookie cutter yes. broke the mold and was able to gain that sort of respect because a lot of times it's with Nike, it's almost like a paint by numbers sort of situation. Like this person on this shoe and this colorway yeah. is going to do well. But it's like the same panels on the dunk and you just drop in a different color. Yes, or a different collaborator, you yeah. know, but with you, no one ever saw the Sakai one coming. Like you wouldn't have guessed that that would have been the trend yeah. a year and a half before. So that was exciting. But I just like those moments. And this, I don't hate the dunk. Right. I just hate the. Right. This is this is wealthy. A guy who was wearing dunks. Yes. You know before. I don't. Yeah. I don't hate a long dunks. Time ago. I just am tired of it at this yeah, point. Yeah. Yeah. That's and all. one of the weird things to me too. And I don't want to sound too much like old guy yelling at cloud, but it's weird to see some of these very plain colorways, which I think are still good, but be so limited and so sought after. You know, like the Kentucky or the Syracuse last year. You know, I think the Kentucky pairs are going for like five hundred dollars. Wow. And like the Syracuse low one, you know, the the orange and white going for around above $600. That's such a weird moment for us to be in now where again, I think the dunk is a shoe that should be a little bit more available than that and kind of not, you know, it, it just doesn't, that doesn't feel like a $500 shoe to me or a $600 shoe to me. And I think that they've, they've started to release more. And like, you even look at the low versus the, the orange yeah. and white high that just mm -hmm. released. And like, those are only going for like 180. And that makes more sense to me. And that's the world I'd rather but, live in, you know, I know, I do think there's a lot of good with with the dunk. I mean, it's obviously it's a shoe that I like, but it's it's nice that it's a sneaker that, you know, I, I feel like anyone can wear. Yeah. You know, it's like guy, guy, girl, like wherever you come from, you know, it's like it doesn't really like it's such a simple shoe that, yeah. it, you know, that like anyone can kind of adopt 
the dunk style and wear it however you want and you can kind of pull it off and it doesn't look like you're trying too hard or you're trying to go for a certain look it's just kind of like a common ground sneaker and i feel like that's what was great you know especially during the sb era where you had people of all different like backgrounds and cultures like coming into yeah. the whole sb space and kind of that whole blend of like hip-hop and skate and basketball all mixed together created something new and i feel like the dunk is the perfect silhouette to kind of like take that in sneaker world yeah but at the same point it's like nike just pumped the brakes a little bit you know yeah for for you guys was the, the sb dunk and again i know we talk about mm -hmm. the sb dunk so frequently but for me that was kind of my entry point for the dunk in general were you the same way where you started liking dunks at the sb dunk or were those the first pairs you were buying pro b yeah finish line pro b i yeah. had I even even saw like um, when I went home, I did the the navy and the 3M silver one, and then there was like this green with pink outlining. It was the yep. Pro B, but mm -hmm. the Nike SB totally accelerated it. Yeah. But Finish Line, when I worked there, had all those yeah. Pro Bs, which exactly. And this is yeah. you working at a big box mm -hmm. retailer, mm -hmm. and they're just being dunks on the shelves. And again, I know this was 20 years ago, so yeah. things are very different. But just to give it the context of what that shoe felt like in a different era. Yeah, I mean, and then you look at the past like year or so, and there's been some great collaborations. There's been some upcoming collaborations. There's been some collaborations that maybe we were hoping would have been bigger. Are you taking us to the Seven Eleven Dunk? What are we? No, doing? Not, yeah, I, wasn't, okay. I, wasn't, yeah. I wasn't talking about okay. that one. Okay, you know, like because I guess one of the ones that I think was really divisive that a lot of people thought was going to be a slam dunk early on was like the Bodega Dunk, mm -hmm. right? Like mm -hmm. where like that one I think mm. divide. Like I I don't mind the shoe at yeah. all but I, know I don't really like it okay. yeah see it's a shoe that it's not you know you, a lot it might be like you think a hype collaboration it's going to be big but maybe sometimes it, it it doesn't hit that way you have the dover street market dunk coming up do you guys like that oh the dover street Mar oh there's it's it's like a velvet it's like an all oh, white velvet I, I dunk with a mini images, swoosh up front images of those popped up while i was on vacation so i'm kind of like you know i have an excuse but i no i don't i have to I, see that dover, this is another thing that weldy doesn't like is dover street market nike collabs that are just white or black okay yeah. he's got an axe other, to grind so the other thing <laughs> the other one cdg dunk the clear one with the like all over print which dre from project Blitz wait, was like, wait 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 which one are you the cdg dunk with all over print Oh, yes, 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 so, yes, so yes, the yes, low. yes, yes, yeah, 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 the low. And Dre was like, man, people slept on these, but these are really great. You didn't like those. I didn't like the, I don't like the the material on it. It's, it's almost like a see-through rip stop type yeah, of thing. Yeah, it wasn't for me. Wait, 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 I, I want to ask the wealthy, when you were first getting into dunks, it was an SB thing, right? It, like, it, were you? No, no, it was an SB thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah what yeah, were those yeah. first pairs for you? Um, I think it was like, like around that, that time where I think we've like talked about, it. I remember like the first dunks that I bought were the crimson dunks but i think I, I mentioned on here once there was like a a time where i'd gone to like a skate shop slash sports store and there were like a few sb dunks and like on the wall and i picked a all white pair of nike legends instead which was like such a dumb. that was my that was my supreme blazer moment when yeah. they were like hey we could get the black one the red one or the white one the supreme yeah blazer SB. you picked all white i picked the white one and <laughs> you hate white shoes. <laughs> it's like what makes no that's sense that's a shoe that we were just talking about yeah i remember at the time everybody in my friend group in high school we all had a pair of dunk high you know different dunk high so i i had those red and white ones that i still wear to this day and another friend having like the green glow one yeah. which like a white based one with this really light green on it and another friend having I, nobody remembers these but that that destroyer pack pair of dunks with like the chenille swoosh but again th these things were not that hard to get and in comparison especially to the sb dunks 
they, no, they those were, were easy and like yeah they were just in stores but they also they weren't they weren't anywhere near as good i think mm. as the sp dunks especially <laughs> i talk about the ones that i like these like those no, 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 no 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 i mean no, no no the ones that were readily available there was a clear like delineation between like the footlocker yeah uh you know just inline yeah. stuff look no, you just brought up that the the glow in the dark dunk high one the right no this this pair i'm talking about is not a glow in the dark the other thing that i would say though for collectors and kind of like sneaker sneaker people, dens sneakers, <laughs> no pun intended sneaker dens people who are on the hunt it has made us go back some of us go back and get older style dunks yeah but a, a lot of those older ones like i'm like i don't want to own those pairs that i owned back then you know <laughs> like i so look wait, at them and i'm like gone back i thought maybe i've gone back at, to some stuff but also some of like oh i bought so one of them is this black white varsity maze dunk low with suede oh yeah woven panel at, at, at the mid they and, were like fake fake uh iowas yeah kind of and and just being like why did i buy those when there were other shoes available and now i look again I know things change, but now I look on uh, resale sites and I see that shoe is going for $2,000. Wow. I'm like, that's not a real, no, this is not, you know. No, what? it's the same thing. You like look at the prices on them and you're like, I am not spending ever. that yeah. much ever on the shoes. Yeah. I know there's like nostalgia at play for a yeah. lot of people, yeah. but like. And it, it's funny too, because back then, a lot of these shoes I was buying off of sites like Flight Club, which you think about it as an expensive place because it's the secondary market. It was but, cheap. But even still, these dunks were cheap back. And again, mm -hmm. I know. Things change and old man yells Back in my day, candy yeah, was a nickel. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah. Just, to, just to give the context, because we, we were scared to buy shoes from other websites because you would see a pair of SB dunks for $100 yeah. for a day of the dead dunk and you were like, mm. And, yeah, I, t I get that. You definitely didn't know if you were getting the real thing or not back, it, in, back in the dunk unless era. Unless so. you were buying yeah. from a, a select number of sites. Yeah. And then, yeah, that Proby era, I do remember people in the know coming to Roosevelt Field and buying a bunch yeah and then, yeah like storing buying out finish line yeah and to be honest the people that we talk to a lot of the people we have on this podcast always mention it we were just buying them buying them buying them buying them meet, in bulk did you, because did you, did you meet ronnie back then through that ronnie used to come in and um i don't know if he would buy in bulk or anything like that but he definitely he was knew what he, was, shoes. he yeah. definitely knew what he was looking for yeah and the ones that I am happy that I went back and got the undefeated dunk classic and the yeah, no liner one. Yeah, the no yeah. liner undefeated one and the argons. I love, dude. I need argon dunk. I Ar saw, I saw that no liner at like there used to be a resale shop next to one of my apartments in in Jersey, and this was like two thousand in like fourteen. Wow, went, pretty recent. Well, but like this is when dunks were dead at at that point. Yeah, and there was a pair of lightly used undefeated how, no liner dunks i want to say they were either 85 or 110 dollars wow wow but, <laughs> but but see this is a good illustration of how much we have to admit we're buying into the hype in this thing because we all had the opportunity to buy a lot of these shoes as we're saying yeah for, for significantly lower prices and you're like so, i'll never wear you telling yourself yeah. in your head oh i'll never, never wear, wear shoes dunk. like that again so now that we're very into it you yeah. have to admit that that's partly because of this moment where the dunk has been propped up to this new or different level you know what i mean the, and Travis 2019, he wore the undefeated dunk, and that's when it skyrocketed. 
Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And then Instagram? he did, and then he did those like uh custom Air Force Ones that were like in a similar colorway to the undefeated. Oh, I, I don't remember that. Ooh. Yeah, it was like a Louis Vuitton case next to it, but it was like a, it was a one-on-one. <laughs> Incredible was, memory. Yeah, he knows. You're, you're the one, Joe, work. you're the one who's always like, the one fit pick on IG that I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah, visually I remember, yeah, I remember that stuff, but your memory is really good. I want to ask though, what was your most recent favorite dunk that came out? What was like the one that you were Because he's not, he's not really participating in this stuff at all. I'm participating you quite a, a lot. You, you're you haven't tried to, there wasn't one that you were like, I want these. I need these. Yeah. Oh man. Because then it makes me think you're just not into them because there's been good ones. There have, but like, I don't know, just in. Like no Sambas, no Brazils, no. Sambas, I think were pretty nice there were a few people i don't care about this no you didn't care about that one sorry sorry i i think i saw <laughs> i think i saw our friend jimmy garecki wearing the sambas and i think that did it for me and also previously mentioned i think bobby hundreds brazils wore the brazils we need that photo i don't know if we have to clear it that the photo maybe of bobby Bob will text me back this time the photo yeah <laughs> the photo of bobby wearing the brazils like sold me on them i didn't get them but like i was yeah. like he made these look really good. I think I think that those are probably those. That's the one and that you was would a buy. long time ago. Those those was, yeah, like it was over those a year two, ago. Those, but those two were like the ones in. I had a conversation, or I I think I called myself out on it because people have called me out on it, where they were like, "Hey, look, how can you complain about all sneaker culture just being Jordan ones in dunks?" when you're into Adidas and all those shoes look the fucking same. This is, and, this is incredibly and, true. And, okay. I try to switch it up a little bit, you know what I mean, and whatever. But I do, I do see the the similarities between the two. So I just want to call that out. <laughs> call okay. yourself out. But call we don't think out. I'm not over them yet. You're not over them yet. No, I'm not. Like, I mean, again, in terms of calling ourselves out, I'm always saying this is the last pair I need this life. But also, it's so little effort sometimes. Like, if there's a pair coming up on sneakers, and God knows we're not going to win on sneakers, but I'll still just try. And enter the draw for them because I'm like, yeah, I would, I would like to have these. You know, oh, but I said I, I mentioned I did like the Stingwater Dunks. I know that's yep. a that's a SB. Yeah. Um, I do like the the Pink Pig, Nike okay. Nike. Yeah, SB. I wanted those. I wanted those. Carpet I, I maybe Dunks. Have, have you tried. worn your Carpet Dunks yet? No, I haven't. I still got to get one. Um, and you, there. you were big on the Notre Dunks. I was big on the Notre oh, Dunks. Yeah. I've I've kind of like, I've kind of. What's the right word here? Cooled off on them? Yeah, I've kind of cooled off on them. You know, did you wear them? Um, I haven't worn them yet. I did buy a pair manually on the site. I, I, they're still sitting in my closet right now. And that's a shoe, again, where I interviewed somebody who worked on it. So that made me appreciate the shoe more. But I I don't know if that's one of the best did ones. Did you guys like any of the suede dunks? No, see, I mean, like, all those, I just am not, like, plum, nice colorway, veneer, okay, ceramic, whatever. And the interesting thing, actually, talking about the suede ones, is the Biotech Dunk to me kind of kicked off this current wave because it, it came yeah. out in warm. December 2019. Yeah. Before, to me, 2020 was like the the, the real year of the Dunk, you know, resurgence, mm -hmm. reemergence, whatever. But the the Biotech in 2019 kind of came December 2019 before all that. But all the suede ones, I just, I mean, I, I just don't like suede. I like the so. pair that you wore, those red and white highs. Yeah, yeah. Those. Yeah. What's the deal with those? Those vintage ones or? Yeah, I mean, vintage, like it was, remember when Nike was doing all the like VNTG, like mm -hmm. faux yeah. vintage. So there was a whole pack of those that came with like the pre-yellowed midsole. And that, those shoes take me back to the time because when I was 
wearing dunks a lot in college or at the end of high school that was my era of you talked about being at finish line and, yeah. and showing people the whole matching fit yeah like I, I can remember wearing those red and white dunks with a red and white crooks and castles <laughs> nice. fitted and the exact um 10 deep logo t with the Big bape logos, right? it was the uh they turned the bape logo into the Merco logo wow. and also had a little bit of red and white so like college definitely it was me wearing dunks with the exact same color outfit you know border what? blue sb dunks with the gum bottoms nice. with a pair of blue american apparel skinny jeans and a chalked 100s hoodie wow and like, we got to get those photos that marco t-shirt Maybe that was the year I was in the lookbook for them. A few dunks, <laughs> a few, a few dunks that I remember right now, because mm -hmm. there's so many of them. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean. Maybe should have came a little bit more prepared, but um, no, you have the memory. It's all, it's no, all yeah, right here. No, no, no. But one, one that I actually did try to get this year, one that I did want was the UNLV. Okay. Lowe's. Yeah, Ultraman. Uh, yeah. Shout out Ultraman. Shout out, shout out Jerry Tarkanian, UNLV legendary coach. Yeah. Uh, one that I but, think. But we, how bad did you want him? Was it, I, I tried. I, I wasn't going crazy, but I tried on sneakers. I actually did that's, try. That's and get the extent sneakers. of your effort. Yeah. And if I didn't get it, I was like, you know what? I don't want to like. Because that was one where I was like, I need those. And mm -hmm. I put in the ass. One I don't like that we can gloss over real quick that I think was awful. And it, and it kind of set me on that dunks are going to be a big thing, whether yeah. they're good or not, were those like community garden dunks Ooh, that shoe that, sucks no yeah um we can forget about those uh but another one that we haven't even spoken about which i know joe was a fan of that it's kind of it's a miss we knew it was coming we knew it was coming i knew it was coming to question the taste no. at the end of it the point yep, of i knew it was coming i'm not hating on it i'm not hating on it we knew it was coming yeah no this isn't no i'm no, I I could take. I'm it not dead. hating. I'm not hating on it. Know, I'm just saying that it. I know you're a big fan of it, and it's one of the bigger dunks. So we haven't even spoken about it. Off white dunks. I like those. I do. The like upcoming those. pairs or, or no, the ones that released. The, oh, the Michigan ones with the one. Cords. Yeah, oh, the Michigan okay, one, okay. and then the what red red and. There was I like, red I like those. They did the UNLV. the green ones. Yeah, yeah. I really like those. Still. I still have a pair of those. And also, there's I mean, there's a bunch of Virgil dunks coming up coming soon. On, yeah. I'm very interested to see Nike's planning around how they release those shoes. I know they're going to be very intentional. Yeah, depending in, on who you listen yeah. to, what 50 are coming. Yeah. But they're 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 working on but how much did how much did you love the first round of them? I like those. Yeah. I, I wore those for I think Jeff Goldblum sneak, I think the finale. And to be honest, I recently went back to wear them. Maybe, was it last week or whatever? Uh, I say that to say I do still like those. Yeah, I, I like those as well. So you could call my taste crappy or I didn't. I didn't. I was a calling. <laughs> sorry, I was. No, no I said it was, I a, like was a, a miss that we didn't speak about that gotcha. dunk to this okay. point. Gotcha, I wasn't gotcha, hating gotcha. on it. But I was hating on the community garden dunk. <laughs> yeah, which that, yes, that, yes, one, which that shoe is like people out there, we've joked around. Hmm. It's like the, the museum merch, uh, like painter pant crowd. Yeah, if you buy cacti on the weekend. I, I want to say too, the interesting <laughs> thing about those off-white dunks is those also came before the real wave in 2020. And they, to me, were not that big of a thing. And it's weird to see. I really don't think that resale price on the secondary market is the true indicator of a sneaker's value or its reception but I, I i think it's interesting that some of those pairs resell for not as much as again from last year the the be true to your school style block lows yeah. like the syracuse it, lows or it's almost Kentucky like it's lows. a timing yeah, these issue. are like 500 i think i think it's a timing issue mm -hmm. you know where it's like if it comes right before the shoe catches on it's almost like the wave like passes it by. But, to, but to me it also feels like the it's not a timing issue it's a it's a cunning plan on nike's part of 
oh, Virgil's going to be the first one to work yes. on this dunk. That's yeah. what it is. Then we open the floodgates. That's exactly what it is. Well, there, I think there was a issue, or not an issue, but Dre on the podcast had talked about that, where he was all mad that, you know, I think it was GQ had written a story, oh. and probably by someone that we know, I don't want to name, but had had said that, no, but I had, but had said that Virgil's the one responsible for the dunks reemergence, and he's like, "No, he's not. It's Travis." Mm. Yeah, I remember him saying that. But to that point, Virgil definitely went first with these dunks. Yeah, and, and he's got a bunch more coming. He has, a, yeah, maybe fifty coming. But as a small anecdote, I like the Michigan dunks. I actually love, you know, those the laces are crazy, but I do love those like kind of infrared laces. That, the, yeah, the the rope thing. Yeah, um, like yeah, I, I actually yeah. like that little detail. That I haven't worn my pair, but I, I, I'm a fan of that shoe. What about the rubber dunks, Brendan? Is that a dunk? I, that's 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 bear. I, I dunk only in name. That's that's one of the worst ones of the past year and a half to me, for sure. And I think the resale prices reflect that. Again, not that that's the. Mm-hmm. I, I I hate to come back to that every time, but you know what dunk I thought was really good. Tell me, the Maui Wowies. Really? Yeah. I like those. Ah, that didn't do much for me. I, 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 most of them I do like. I do think there's some mm. misses. You know, the the lemon drop one is not yeah. that interesting to me. What about casino dunks? Casino dunks. Um, on the, those the resell for those. a lot of money. <laughs> I'm like, I don't always want to come back to the resale yeah. price. But yeah. here we, oh, there's an upcoming undefeated dunk. We saw that this week, yes. right? We did see that. We which did is see that. modeled after the Inside Out Air right. Force One. Yeah. Right. Done six. Oh, you know which one I think is a big miss is that pair of dunk lows in white and purple that look like oh. the original city attack and it has ties, the flip swoosh on but it. they flip the swoosh and they put ostrich print on they did like four things to mess them up i, I yeah just from this convo that this rapid fire there's so many yeah well, there's well, so many well and there that, was the one I mean, the one little i know it's been a continuous run but there last summer there was like that like two month period with the sb stuff where mm-hmm. it was like Ben and Jerry's, uh, mm. Grateful Dead, mm. Civilis, and Medicom. And? And what else? There's a big one that didn't quite happen. And 7-Eleven. <laughs> but it was, it was almost like the 7-Eleven, no, sorry, 7-Eleven, the Ben and Jerry's mm-hmm. it was so big yeah. that Grateful Dead was like still pretty big. Yeah. But it's almost like the Ben and Jerry's like buoyed the other dumps Massive. up yeah. but it's all like we look back at it civilist and medicom nobody's talking about those shoes at all no. but at yeah. the time it felt like these were like consecutive hits 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 and now you I look back and you remember like, eh, the medicom was that the black pony here yeah. one yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I barely remember that and the one. civilist one was the was the the light up shoe or yeah, the microwave the, yeah uh, dave matthews when it's when it's above 65 degrees out he's in the civilist because they change color in the warm weather that's his claim to fame. <laughs> is, is it because they match his uh like code red mountain dew yes, at exactly. eight o'clock in the morning on set. what i will ask what i will ask you brought up the ben and jerry's where in mid-may do what shoe this summer is going to be the ben and jerry's of last summer i don't know i, I is hate there, is there any but Maybe it's like I haven't. There was who such, knows. There was such. A, I remember we had this conversation. A dunk doesn't have to be a dunk. I remember we had this it's conversation. Probably a, it's probably a conversation for another episode. But like the Ben and Jerry's was so massive. Which shoe is going to be like that for this summer? But I think it was tough because we had this conversation. I think on here where we talked about 
saying last summer there really couldn't even have been a sneaker of the summer because, because we weren't outside. Because no, no one was summer. outside, like interacting with these shoes. So even though the Ben and Jerry's was like the biggest shoe of the summer, you never saw anyone wear it. Even maybe you wouldn't have seen anyone wear it anyway. So I don't really know what that ubiquitous sort of model is going to be. Mm -hmm. So let's kind of put a pin in it. Probability that you'll buy another dunk in the next one or two months? Extremely high. I'm, but I'm not going to ask any favors for them. I'm okay. just going to try like a civilian. 75 to 100% maybe? I'll put it at 68%. Okay. I'm going 70 to 90%. You're at zero. I'm, I'm not buying a <laughs> pair of dunks. No. 3%? Uh, maybe if... There's like a, if there's a raffle for some incredibly yeah, yeah, limited pair that you could resell on eBay for thousands of dollars so, with no if, fees, or if somebody wants to just be like, "Hey, I got you on the Sting Waters for retail." <laughs> okay, okay. So he's pretending like he's not putting out any effort, but here it's he like, is on a yeah. public platform saying, "Again, what were you saying?" Sting Waters for retail, size eleven. Okay, there we go. Most important part of the podcast. All right, guys, this has been the Complex Sneakers Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure you like, make sure you subscribe. We will see you next week. Have a great weekend. Our producer is Dave Matthews. Our associate producer is Jasmine Plata. Sound engineering done by Kyle Garvey. Special thanks to Jen Stewart and Shiva Bayet. The Complex Sneakers Podcast is a production of the Complex Podcast Network.